the TV channel, so I spoke with the TV channel, Arte and Dirk Pullman, who, who went to U.S. and interviewed Ace Lyons. And he was pretty straightforward and said, yes, I, yes, I did this. It was me and my staff who did it. And um, uh, when I later spoke with one U.S. Navy guy, he said that Ace Lyons had told too much. So it was a it it was a clear that uh, this was it was a direct link from the CIA to Admiral Ace Lyons with support for John from uh, Secretary of Navy John Lehman. And uh, Ace Lyons was the favorite admiral of John Lehman, actually. Uh, so this is this is how you could say how it functions. It was, and and uh, Robert, uh, <laughs> after the interview with Caspar Weinberger, where uh, in two thousand, when Caspar Weinberger said that yes, we operated in Swedish waters regularly and frequently. And it was necessary to test the Swedish readiness. And um, Robert went over to US to his people in the, at Naval Postgraduate School and spoke with them and said that that they had one guy who was had was heading this uh, Navy Intelligence Europe after him up to eighty one, I think. He he said that. What the soft people and the agency crowd did, I don't know, because they never told me anyway. I, I mean, as a, I was responsible for the U.S. Navy intelligence in uh, Europe, but they never told me any, anything. So it, it's uh, so that is, I think, how it functions. The system of the very close ties between certain groups in the Navy and certain people in the CIA. And that maybe in could lead over to the Nord Stream uh, issue because you have, in certain respect, the same. You have the CIA people and you have the Navy people. And, uh, and it's, it's very secret part of the Navy and very secret parts of the CIA that are responsible for these operations. Right. And it, I mean, what you're describing at the top of these sort of security structures is, uh, it would seem to explain also Germany and their strange resignation to having the U.S., I mean, it was pretty brazen from the beginning. As much as everyone acted like it was a mystery, it was. Uh, it's uh, to me, this is where the U.S. has get has gotten into stranger territory because it, I don't think that when I didn't live through these things, but I don't think that when these other bombings happened, like Gladio bombings or like what you're talking about uh, with these 1980s Swedish submarine or submarine activities um, influencing politics. I don't think that any of them were ever immediately perceived as being 
obviously the U.S. And things have gotten different in, in now, but it's like at the you, but you now we sort of can not see directly, but we can under we can understand that at the top of the German secure uh, the German state, there must be people who are just resigned to doing whatever the Americans tell them, and who knows what leaders are privy to what, but it's, 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 they're not even hiding these things so much anymore, but we'll get into the details of that. But I mean, does, is, does this, this must apply, do you think that this applies to Germany as well in terms of the way they're not responding? I mean, cause this goes beyond, obviously this goes beyond actually provoking fear for its own purpose. This is now we're getting into real attacks on actual industrial uh, infrastructure. I mean, this is really serious. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's obviously an act of war. You know, you you cannot, uh, it's like destroying a major city or something like that. It's not just, uh, <laughs> it's not just something, uh, a small electrical cable or something like that. It, it's a, it's really something big, and and if you look at the history when it comes to the you know submarine issues, when it comes to Germany, from 1972, uh, U.S. Navy SEALs had a special collaboration with the with the West German Kampfschwimmers, and uh, and these their submarines that op- operate from Eckenförde. I think also were involved in the Swedish operations. So it I don't think that the West Germans would have done uh, such a very provocative things without US presence or support. So it's it's a and but then that means you have a tradition, you have a, a separate power structure also in 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 Germany, from the you know from all the long, I mean, it was one. I remember one admiral, rear admiral, uh, who was heading the security in the in the German West German forces, military forces. And I asked about the Americans, and they said they were all over. We we had no. We didn't know nothing about what they did, and uh, and uh, so it was a it was you know really an occupied uh, state, and uh, and it seems that this is still the case actually, and uh, you know Oscar Lafontaine he said in an interview, or it maybe it was even an article yes, that he. Uh, now, some months ago, that uh, Germany was just, uh, it was not an independent country. It was still a vassal of uh, of uh, United States. And he was, Oscar Lafontaine was, uh, you know, the Social Democratic Party leader in the 90s, before Gerhard Schroeder. But he was never counselor because it was during the time of Helmut Kohl. Who was from the Christian Democratic Party? So this this is a, a you know you you speak about these European countries as independent, 
as <laughs> autonomous or something like that, but actually they are in many respect kind of uh, vassals or colonies almost of the United States. That's on the military security side. And then on the European Union side, you have these bankers, this collection of bankers and financial people who make the most important policies about economics, money, debt. And I mean, it really, if you step back, it's like that Europe is just, it really is controlled by these top-down forces that are not accountable to uh, dem democratic you know the the democratic will of the the people i mean even as i say it it sounds almost silly to say but it's it's actually profoundly i think important to to actually grasp the whole big picture here about this this actual kind of system i mean for for most of the people in europe they really live under a top down security regime and a top down economic regime as well I mean, I know that that not all of Scandinavia is integrated into the EU in exactly the same way, and that they don't all use the euro. But I mean, if this is what you're presenting adds to this picture of um, of Europe as controlled by American and generally uh, financial forces, but that are centered around the American system as well. So it's really I, amazing. I, I think that what you had. In 2003, with the Iraq war, then France and Germany did not support it. And that was a shock to the Americans that they, and I think that they used very much energy to, to get in control of Germany and uh, France after that. And uh, it was a, because Gerhard Schroeder and uh, Chirac didn't accept to support the Iraqi war. And, and I think uh, what you have today is a very, you know, very ambitious role of, of uh, American institutes in Germany. And you have had uh, presidents in in France that had been very much uh, pro-American, which was not typical for France, actually. I mean, you had the, the Gaullist tradition that was very critical towards the United States and and demanded certain, certain independence for France. Uh, so that was a... And they tried to kill de Gaulle for that, too. I well, mean, this, they, it's, they, worth, yeah, it's worth yeah. mentioning that he... They they literally did fire bullets at his car, uh, and he was just by luck he survived. Um, and so yes, yes, and and uh, what uh, what uh, De Gaulle said was that uh, he f he thought first that this Kennedy the murder of Kennedy was kind of Western story, you know, and then he he said that he understood that it was the same people who had tried to kill him that later killed uh, Kennedy, actually. And right. So he, he, actually, he actually, it was one guy from the West who was in 
in Dallas at that uh, at the the day of the murder, who then went to Mexico City, which meant that that the Gaulle stopped. He cancelled his trip to Mexico City because he was supposed to go to Mexico City immediately afterwards, and uh, and he cancelled that because this guy he understood that this guy had went to Mexico City. That was just an excerpt from the American Exception podcast. To hear the whole episode, as well as archived and new episodes, please subscribe to the American Exception podcast at Patreon. There's a link in the show notes, or you can just go to patreon.com slash American Exception. Subscribe and you can join us as we illuminate the dark side of the U.S. empire. <laughs>